Hammered. Left field. Gone! Ronald Acuna, another milestone in a truly historic season. 40 home runs. Fifth player ever in baseball history with a 40-40 season. Enjoy the moment, Ronald. I don't know, that a bullet. I think it's the most we've seen Ronald celebrate something this year. Almost like a relief that he got that 40th. Now quit stalling and start roasting. Oh, man, you hear Yosemite Sam, you know it's going to be, uh, first off, a solo flight with the captain here. Somebody's going to be getting my foot put in their ass. I guess two people in this case. It's a, it's, it's a happy Saturday, everybody. Just two Saturdays left in the uh, baseball season. Regular season Saturdays. A lot of fantasy battles coming down to the wire. Uh, looks like I, I've got a chance to win four leagues. It doesn't look like I'm going to win any of them. Um, so it doesn't even look like I'm going to get to the finals in three of them. Three of them are head-to-head leagues that I'm in the semifinal. And uh, definitely should have made it through one. But obviously you heard the sound bite to kick off this show. Ronald Acuna makes me eat crow. He gets to 40 homers. He's going to have a 40-70 season. Uh, he hits his 40th home run of the night last night on a 3-2 count off lefty. Patrick Corbin in Washington to become the first ever 40-60 man. I've said it many times since summer. Hell of a season. I didn't think Acuna would get to 40. He finishes it off. He finishes what he couldn't do a few years ago when he had, I think, 41 and 39. 39 steals. Um, a year never to be forgotten. Give, give tons of credit to Acuna. He's the MVP. He's been the MVP. The best thing is, I think he's only missed two games all year. He's been he's gunning for 160 uh, games played. He was gunning for history all along, getting his numbers. Been a joy to watch. He's back. Cannot say enough about the guy. And uh, you have to think the Atlanta Braves uh, finish this off for him and and get to the World Series. Unbelievable. Olsen's got 52 homers. Austin Riley's got 37. Acuna's 40, Albies 32, Ozuna 35. You know, then you've got Sean Murphy, Michael Harris. I mean, one of the deepest modern-day hitting teams we've ever seen offensively in the game of baseball. Really makes you wonder how the hell this happened. I mean, such an anomaly. Um, But just incredible. And, uh, man... That little hit-and-run artist, Chris Towers from CBS Sports Bandit, I get under that guy's skin. Holy shit. I mean, that guy is quote-tweeting and, like, trying to, like, get revenge and quote-tweeting and then blocking me again. And it's like, dude, you're, you know, you're really not, it's not much of a swipe if you're going to, like, take a swipe and run. Like, you know, yeah, you're right. Acuna hit 40 homers. I called him a slap hitter in April. He had four fucking homers. I was right. He, he was a slap hitter then. What did he hit? He hit 16, 17 last year? Like you liberals always say, Chrissy. 
you know, opinions can form and change, right? Opinions can form and change over time. Guy hit 40 fucking homers. He doesn't finish the year as a slap hitter, but when I said that, he started he started it as one. You know, it must be nice to, you know, get to go on the air daily and on, on the one time that you hit the dartboard out of the 200 misses, even with you being able to update your takes each day you're on the fantasy sports show, still having all those misses and all that buckshot that didn't hit the target. Whereas you listen to this fucking show, you know, a lot of this shit that happened, I could have told you that it happened in, you know, April, March, February. I told my buddy opening day Acuna was going to hit 340. What's he hitting? Fuck. I was the guy who made Merrill Kelly a star, not you, Chrissy. The hell you think you are? And so then, after the quote tweet, I get some weird email from NBC Sports. That's Chris's employer. To my Pine Tar podcast email, which, like, only he'd know about. Because I've been fucking with him constantly. So, like, this clearly was, like, a, a veiled, like, weakling attack from him. In subject line, your move. <laughs> So funny. Chris Towers. The rivalry continues on. Chris, let me tell you something, bud. I think I've hit my last... I'm not joking. They call me Mr. Streamy. They call me Mr. Streamy. Just like Homer Simpson was Mr. Plow in that one episode. Look it up. They call me Mr. Streamy. Because I've hit like 37 fucking streams in a row in this one league I'm in. 37. You get seven weekly moves. I'm going on months without missing a fucking streamer that either had a win or a quality start. Like 37 in a row. Closed it out last night with Dane Dunning. Win. While you guys are, hey, who should we stream this week? Ooh, I don't know. No, 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 no. Ooh, that scares me a little. God, take your skirt off and stream, Chris. Guy like you that's averse to risk, though, I would not ask who should we be streaming to win a fantasy baseball title. My God. Now, I'm going to move on from you, you big dope. Um, but keep the retweets coming. Um, appreciate you being a fan of my work. You're welcome to play heads up with me in a league anytime. You never would. Because, again, that's how, like, two men would really settle this, right? I mean... Obviously, I'm too old to fight. And, you know, you've never thrown a punch. So I, I think the way we should settle it is, like, why don't you start some $200 or $800 league and we play? See who wins. Whoever finishes higher gets the money. <laughs> never. Yeah. Chris Tower, CBS Sports. Covered him in a... a uh, Earlier episode, hey, Chris, congrats on your girl, Taylor Swift, landing Travis Kelsey, that little witch. Congratulations. And just as he's got the world's reaching exposure and he's on fresh on everybody's mind, what's he got now? He's got a commercial on MOB TV telling you to get the flu vaccine and the COVID vaccine. Double up. He's flipping burgers. He's getting his vaccine shot. Oh, what a piece of shit. 
What an evil dude. Seriously. I never, you know, it's funny. I was thinking this morning when I was taking a leak, I've never trusted Travis Kelsey. I, I like never, something about him. It's like, yeah, Mahomes looks like the devil, but like he's actually a good kid despite he looks like the devil. I think Patrick, or I think Travis Kelsey is the devil. And this further confirms it. He runs a little vaccine ad, turns his comments off. He knows how many people the fucking vaccines killed. And, uh, you know, he's out there. You know, the big lies up. I think even, even you know, sheep like Chris Towers know that, you know, the vaccines are obviously harmful. Did you get your latest booster, Chris? I bet you didn't. COVID's still on the loose. Better go out there and be safe, man. You're, I'm not safe if we're not all safe. Get your booster. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. Travis took big pharma money. There's blood on his hands. He's a wigger. He talks like he's an African-American man. He's never getting mentioned on this show again. I just wanted to say he bled into my life, unfortunately, because I'm now looking at him in between innings on MLB TV, telling everyone to get their latest vaccine and dual booster shot for COVID. Dirty, evil world we live in, folks. And evil comes in all forms, and Travis Kelsey is a harbinger of evil. He is. Moving on to my next subject, and I sniffed this one out early before anybody. Katie Nolan. Anybody remember her? Probably not, right? Nobody that listens to this show will know who that is. Katie Nolan. So, like, she's been on ESPN for years. I don't know what she actually even does. Um, But I remember Jason Whitlock, who I think is a big league writer. You know, big league podcaster. Smart, articulate. Um... Just a brilliant guy who will actually bury you with your own words. I would never want to mix it up with Whitlock. Like, you know a guy who's got you beat in chess right away? He's a guy that's got you beat. So Whitlock, I remember talking, he, he was writing about Katie Nolan and how he doesn't understand how she, stay, she stays employed. All these people at ESPN get let go, left and right, chopping block. Somehow Katie Nolan survives. Well, then, last year, for some reason, well, I know the reason. It's because of, you know, who owns Apple and Apple TV. They shove, they, they tr- attempted to cram Katie Nolan down our throats on Friday Night Baseball. And here's this little woke, high-pitched, just god-awful girl. I mean, I bet Katie Nolan smells like shit, too. All the money she's got. I bet she stinks down there. And she's on <laughs> Friday Night Baseball with Katie Nolan. Eh. Oh, my God. How many millions of people were more qualified for that job? So I've forgotten all about her, but I told my buddies, this isn't going to work. This is not going to work. The, Katie Nolan, Friday Night Baseball, like there's no bigger clash. Somehow this little wench has wandered her way into my small corner that nobody gives a shit about, which is Major League Baseball. She's, like, penetrated it. And, like, Katie's no good. Like, she's not good on the air. She doesn't know the game. She doesn't know anything. It's obvious. It's just not a fit. And it's like, yeah, like, Apple, they're probably just doing okay ratings, but they just ultimately decided after one season, she wasn't worth it. She's been replaced... Now, they've got that little, 
Ryan Spielberg's on there, who I have no doubt, again, is probably a huge left leftist that spun out of the game of baseball. And, again, I don't think he's like Uber. I mean, they could get somebody on there that's like kick-ass, right? That makes me want to watch the games. They ought to take a page out of football's book. Like, sometimes people will watch NFL, the big-time games, because they want to hear Collinsworth, or they want to hear Al Michaels, or they want to hear Tony Romo. What's Apple do? They go get Katie Nolan and Ryan Spielborgs. Ryan Spielborgs, who sounds like he's been taking estrogen shots to transition. He was scared to death of COVID. Oh, they should never play baseball again. It's a pandemic. Well, people are dropping dead outside. I mean, I can still hear his voice on MLB radio. He's a huge reason I didn't renew my Sirius subscription. So Katie Nolan has been off my radar for quite a while. I told my friends it wouldn't work. She's not back. I forgot all about her. And then all of a sudden, I'm like scrolling Twitter, and there's Katie Nolan. She's on the Dan Lebitard show, which whole other combo in and of itself. Like, how's that fucking guy stay on the air? I mean, you talk about a, a guy that's tanked. It's, it's like the Howard Stern of sports shows, only he was never as popular as Howard Stern. And Pablo Torres in his cum jammies, working from home still, you know, because he's scared to death to go outside. And... There's Katie Nolan, and I'm like, they're not really talking about what I think they're talking about, are they? And some guy talking like, oh, he's a big stud. You know, I got Katie's my, Katie's my girlfriend. And I'm like, no. No, they're not hosting a live show talking about Katie Nolan, who less than, less than .0001 of society gives a shit about, right? Nobody, nobody likes her, and for good reason. Nobody likes her. She's a nasty little girl on, on social media. She's a bitch. She's never went against any propaganda. Fall into line. Play the corporate game. Be woke as shit. All for today's payday. Never done anything noteworthy. Probably hasn't done shit like, like Whitlock was saying. Who's she been sleeping with to even get where she's at? She's not that talented. And here's this Dan Soder guy. Dan Soder. I don't know what he does. Haven't taken the time to look. <laughs> and they're sitting there talking about how their relationship became public. How it became public. And I just was like, I kind of laughed and shook my head and I tweeted underneath it. And I said, man, if you could find something that less people give a shit about than your two relationship and how it became public, please let me know. And he fires. He wakes up this morning <laughs> while I'm taking my walk. It's a beautiful day out. And he tweets back your podcast, predictably. You're right, Dan. I got to give you credit, whatever the fuck you do. You're right. Way less people give a shit about this podcast than you and how you and Katie Nolan met. So please continue. Please tell us how your relationship became public. You are that, you got, you think you guys are that important. <laughs> Let's take a celebrity that society actually thinks is cool still. There aren't many. And let's take a celebrity that people still actually give a shit about. I'm going to give you one. And let's compare him to you. And then even then, I'm going to give you Mark Wahlberg. Good dude. Universally liked. Universally liked and has friends in all circles. Like, from hockey players to Jimmy Butler. Like, I see the guy. Hey, if, fool me once, maybe. I think Mark, I think Mark Wahlberg's a good dude. And he's a damn good actor. I used to argue this with a friend of mine. 
Like, you don't slam Boogie Nights Mark Wahlberg. He's a good actor. He's got a lot of good movies. I don't give a shit, you know. Mark, in my book, Mark Wahlberg's never made a bad one. And he's a good guy. He's a good man. You don't see him peddling the vaccine shots. You see him talking about his daily prayer. Good dude. Universally liked. Now, that being said, obviously... He's one of, one of the few celebrities, I think, that people, people don't give a shit about celebrities anymore. You've all been exposed. We know you're all frauds. You're all sellouts for the most part. Mark's not yet. But if Mark was on a podcast talking about how him and his relationship became public, I mean, let's go back in time to when that was actually like popular. Like when Tom Cruise was jumping up and down on a couch. Over that little girl from Ohio. I forget her name. Katie something. Like that's when back when people cared about that stuff. Dan Soder and, and Katie Nolan. You, got, you guys really think that people are out there. The majority of people. More than like. I, I don't even think it's 1%. You really think that people care. About your relationship. And how it became public. Nobody gives a shit about either of you guys. Come on. I mean, this is one of those podcasts, folks. You got to wait till the wife leaves the house to have it because the roast is going to be so good. So, Katie Nolan, please stay out of baseball. Please stay on the Dan Lebitard show and talking about how your relationship where you guys can make tons of little vaccinated babies together became a thing, official, like you're a couple of high school kids and think that people really care about it. Please stay, stay in that corner of the world and please stay out of my lens because honey, you were terrible. I mean, there are females out there that they could have put on Apple Friday night baseball that I wouldn't have been able to say a thing about. They're out, they're out there. But for some reason, Katie Nolan got it and she'd be like, well, it's because of my talents and my resume. No, that is not it. And you know, that's a lie. And deep down inside, you know you didn't deserve that spot. And you didn't deserve a lot of those spots. You know? I mean, my God. It's just a common, like, executive, let's go with the most woke. And like, yes, let's push her to the front of the line. Let's fucking bankrupt ourselves even more. This is a good idea in the boardroom type decision. Like Bud Light. And like all these other companies that continue... To fucking bankrupt themselves with stupid ass decisions. Like who got together in a boardroom meeting and said, yes, that's our girl. Katie Nolan, Friday Night Baseball, this is going to work. Oh my God. I mean, seriously, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I'm not. But like, it's like they were like, well, let's look at Twitter, which by the way, Dan Soder... And, and Katie Nolan, you guys promised you were going to spaces because you guys don't like Elon. I don't like Elon either. But you guys promised you were leaving Twitter. When the hell are you guys going? You promised. You guys weren't going to use Twitter anymore. I thought Twitter was going away. You guys said it was done. Here you are. You guys can't get, you can't leave. You guys don't ever do the things you say. Um, but who's, who's getting together in a, in a boardroom meeting and just saying, yeah, let's appoint Katie Nolan. Man, fuck her. Like, double fuck her, in fact. I seriously do not like her. So, 
today's Hardy Baseball pa- uh, podcast um, was brought to you by Fresh Start Coffee. Uh, they're a, a new sponsor. Great, great store by my house. Fresh Start, they've got the uh, New Orleans um, Black Roast. It, it's phenomenal. Get it iced, but get it like I get it in a hot cup so you can use it as a spitter afterwards. Um, I told them, hey, I like your guys' coffee so much, I'm going to start using you guys as a, as a sponsor on the show. And they said, that's fine. Uh, the reason they said it's fine is they're not paying me yet. So, you know, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go with a uh, free sponsor each week. Again, uh, they got the nicest New Orleans roast. It'll really give you a kick in the morning. Fresh start coffee. Look them up. Phenomenal flavor. Some of the best I've had in this country. Uh, it's a rare bean. It's got a kick. And again, tell the girls I sent you, and they'll put it in a hot cup for you, even though it's iced, so that when you're finished, uh, you've got a good spitter to put in a big old, uh, big old hog leg of uh grizzly wintergreen and use that as a uh, as a spitter that's what the baseball guys do you know that's what we got that's what we do the us old school boomers as they'd call me so i think this has been a hell of a show i mean i really do um flying solo getting things worked out on the technical end getting more guests lined up we got the greatest fucking shit in town don't we the pine tar podcast all right everybody have a wonderful Blessed Saturday, family, country, God, not in those orders. Enjoy these last two Saturdays, folks, because you never know when it's the final baseball season. The leaves are changing. They're going to fall. It'll be, there'll be snow on the ground, hopefully, sometime in the near future. Hockey will be on the TV. Football, we won't have our sport, no matter what they do to it, to try to make it not our sport. It will always be... America's pastime when the flag flied high, baby. A baseball will always be a representative of better, simpler times in this nation when we were one nation under God before all this bullshit crept in, seeped in, was allowed in, allowed through the door, and then they came kicking our door down. Baseball is a representative of those simpler times, especially baseball in the 80s and 90s. And I was around for those times, and they actually happened. Don't let anybody say they're overstated, because they, had, they did happen. God bless you, everybody.